This is 101.1 FM WBRU LP WFOOLP WVVXLP Providence. This is Helping. I'm Simon. And I'm Cecilia. And we're here to help you. Yeah, so this is the, the second episode of our second season. Mm-hmm. Um, our uh, first season was cut short for reasons unrelated to the pandemic. Yeah, at some point, uh, you know, one of the tragedies besides the season ending... Um, was uh sorry my robot arm <laughs> um was that uh we had recorded an entire we we taped well actually that's kind of the problem do you remember we at some point did an entire episode and then didn't realize we weren't recording it was while we were online only as well we like mm. just just did an episode and i think yeah. maybe only um one of our faithful listeners alma might have been the only person that heard <laughs> the episode ever and no, we'll we'll have to carry mm-hmm. that memory uh with her forever but Either way, um, yeah, so this is our second episode. We have more advice for you. Uh, we teased some of the advice we're going to get mm-hmm. into later. We already did intros, but um, but nothing. So if you miss that, you're, you're just going to be missing that. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I think we'll start off with projects that we've been working on. Yeah, yes. last week I was working on the vaccine, but... Yeah. It's just, it's already been approved, so... And I was it's... working on an all-male reboot of Argo. Yeah. <laughs> Your vaccine How... got approved. I'm sorry. Yes. I steamrolled right by that. That's huge. Well, yours is as important, too. Yeah. Though. Mine actually, my not my vaccine, my reboot actually got rejected pretty harsh. Oh, man. Uh, this week? Uh, yeah, you could say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a couple of weeks ago now. It oh, had already yeah. gotten rejected uh, when we were recording oh, okay. uh, last time. But, yeah, uh, it's a... It's tough. Again, I mean, I'm just I, making about me. So your vaccine got approved. I just just <laughs> yeah, it's up. being injected. I mean, it's being injected. Yeah, we we had been, we had been injecting people already, as I said. Right. So this yeah. is like nothing for us. The FDA approval, yeah. um, just means we avoid. Some, it's a joke. I mean, it's yeah. for stupid people to right. care about yeah. and to make them feel better. But yeah, yeah. Um. So what are you working on this week then? Um, so I guess, yeah, I'll go first. So this week, um, I'm working on, it's a sort of, it's a project, it's a project. And the way that it works is this, is it's a product. Uh, I'm going to describe it to you and I want you to be careful about, don't make any assumptions about it as I describe it, because what this product is, is cooked pasta. Okay. So it's, it's not a product, not yet anyway, in this stage of development, you know, where I'm always looking to expand, but right now it is not as yet something that would have its own brand associated with it. Mm -hmm. It's sort of a process that we have trademarked uh, or, you know, pending trademark. Um, Regulations mean nothing, man. You can just steamroll right ahead. Well, in general, I would agree, but for anyone who would, once our trademark goes through, consider steamrolling right by that mm-hmm. regulation i would encourage them to think twice <laughs> okay because i do have the yeah i guess serious legal yeah, power right. behind me but so what it is is that it's something that we would sell this process to you know your kroger's or your safeway mm-hmm. and they you know they take the box of barilla pasta take it to the back dump it into boiling water you're going to cook it there's instructions on the package for how long mm-hmm. to cook it and once you're done you know Drain that bad boy and just stuff it right back in the box, mm-hmm. back on the shelf. Mark it up like twenty bucks. What's the product that you cooked, made? It's cooked pasta. <laughs> so it's it's the final result of you're trying to trademark cooking pasta. No, I I'm, I'm not trying. To, I'm trying to trademark the ability to. You're you're putting. You imagine you walk into the pasta out of the supermarket. Yeah, I can going, imagine that. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, get into your imaginarium and you're walking along and here's, you know, dry rigatoni, mm-hmm. dry bucatini. Mm-hmm. Well, not anymore, yeah, but not canceled. Anymore. But one day when they get enough iron back into it or whatever, <laughs> um, you know, dry spaghetti, dry linguine. And then all of a sudden you get to the shelf. Dry penne. Dry penne. Um, farfalle. I mean, yeah. we could go or a on. <laughs> or a chetti. <laughs> um, as the Italians say, um. Uh, yeah, but then imagine you keep going and you come to a section that's just a bunch of the same boxes, uh-huh. but now they're like dripping wet. Yeah, <laughs> and they're full of like. I was gonna say, steaming. is it even is it even marked that they're cooked? Well, you can tell. tell I mean, okay. they're wet to the touch. The cardboard's cool falling apart. To kind of apart. get people. Okay, just like mix them in, but I want to be able to charge more. I want okay. or I want to, I want to facilitate the supermarkets charging more. So why are these things. sitting on the shelf? Wouldn't why? that be an issue? I mm. mean. Might they go bad? 
They might. I mean, not at the rate that these things are going to be sell. selling. Yeah, that's a good pitch. It's sort of the turnover. People is, are going to have to buy them because the they'll go bad. It's true. I've talked to some investors, and they'll say, "Hold on, aren't these going to go bad?" And I go, "No, people are going to be buying them so uh-huh. much, and that usually shuts them up." So, I mean, I, I think it can. I agree. There's a chance that it could be a little bit wasteful in the long run, um, especially if you know. So like a more rundown supermarket, but it's up to the the sort of individual store. You know, they're franchising this out. They're purchasing this process mm-hmm. from us. Um, and if they come back to us and they say, hey, we cooked, you know, 50 pounds of, you know, Barilla and we've got these boxes just rotting on the shelves, that's on them. You know, you say, mm-hmm. okay, you know, first of all, there's no refunds. You know, you have mm-hmm. this license and it's yours now cook less pasta next time you know like if the demand's not there you you okay. pull back on it. it doesn't cost you anything it's just water you know right so anyway uh that's that's my project <laughs> okay um, i hope this works better than your argo reboot yeah i think the argo thing uh, we have a couple new angles um we're not like by no means are we you know just kind of backing off okay. of this. i think there's a lot of potential still there and you know god knows it's as a as an ip it's like gold mine mm-hmm. and really hasn't been mined for must be like 10 years now uh-huh. maybe 11 could be 12 or 13 or 15 um you maybe think it came 30. out in like t- t- 2008 god was 2008 30 years ago already it feels like it feels old yet um but what are you working on <laughs> cecilia um this is sort of like a social experiment mm-hmm. and i did steal this from an instagram influencer who was interviewed on a podcast mm-hmm. but he said you know, he was trying to reach out to some ladies, mm-hmm. and the podcaster asked him what his trick was. Yeah, and he said he would just DM them, okay. Okay. Yeah, just like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking, there's all these really famous people that I want to connect with. Mm-hmm. So Zadie, I just Zadie Smith. Right, Zadie Smith on yeah. Instagram, um, Don DeLillo on Instagram. Yeah. Um, Are I, you on? You're not. Have I showed you Dondolo's private story? What? No, I haven't seen it. It's kind of crazy. I, I DM'd him, but then I realized he was private, so it didn't go through. You DM'd it. him no. <laughs> I DM'd him no? Yeah, like, uh-huh. you're, I think you hadn't really got your head around the okay idea yet. Oh, you're right, You're really, like, 180 right. degrees off. Yeah. But I still think there's room to, again, mm-hmm. you have all these accounts. Go yeah, on. anyway, so, I'm just sort of waiting for responses at this point. Mm-hmm. So far, I'm zero for 20. Yeah. But I'm figuring at some point, Zadie Smith... Yeah, she'll get back to you. She's, I mean, she's going to get back to me. I'm not worried about she's that. She's a sweetheart. I mean, yeah, no, she's really sweet. Yeah. Um, but her books, are, her books she, are really and she, nice. And she is okay. Yeah, she's fine. She's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so she'll get on, she'll be like, okay, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And she'll respond frantically because yeah. she's scared yeah. of me. Yeah, Jonathan frantically. Right. <laughs> He's someone else. I, yeah, I yeah. know, I'm sure. Yeah. What? No, it's nothing. I just, I mean, if there's somebody that you're looking to woo, it's... He definitely Jonathan Franzen. It seems as though Jonathan Franzen might be up there. I, he's, I'm just saying it's the odds that he's not getting a chat up line from you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I sent him okay, okay with eye emojis. Yeah. So it kind of altered my experiment. Yeah. And I should mention the experiment is just purely how many people respond to me and if they respond to me, whether I can stay in contact with them. Yeah. So that's what I've been up to. You know, experiment comes from the French word for undertaker. Mm. And it's this sort of entrepreneurial attitude that we have to just kind of like, you know, you've done 20 so far, which is great. I would encourage you to get back out there and do another 20 today. Okay, Um, yeah. It just takes like, it takes like 30 minutes. I understand that. I understand that. And And the way, I mean, the way I rolled out this vaccine, it was like, I was putting in, all you have to, it's like Duolingo. It's like five minutes a day. Yeah. It's just consistency over actual quantity okay yeah usually consistency and quantity aren't even compared as directly as that but i can see how usually yeah no usually not but i mean you know zig when they zag i Mm -hmm. mean that's that's how you stay ahead of the curve man um and in your case stay ahead of the flattening curve so Mm -hmm. um yeah no of course of course you're totally welcome um yeah uh that's that's beautiful stuff Mm -hmm. um I think uh, I think we can leave it at that for now. I mean, obviously, we have more stuff that we're working on. But of course. Well, side hustles. Working yeah. five to nine. Yeah. Um, but 
I don't really want to give that stuff away just yet. No. I mean, you've already exposed things. something you're trying to trademark. Well, it's not that I'm trying to trademark it. I'm really just waiting for the paperwork to come okay, back to I see. me. I mean, there's a lot. I have like so many trademarks out. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I just like I trademark like so to me. I try and send a new one out every day. Mm-hmm. And usually I'm working off an existing idea. I have a trademark out for, um, you know those buses that mm-hmm. have like an accordion bend in the middle? Yeah. I have um, like a car, like a normal passenger car like that. Okay. So the back kind of swings yeah. freely around turns. So it's, but would it fit more people than say like a van? Oh, jeez, uh, oh, would it fit more people than say like a van? Um, No. Okay. It wouldn't, no. It'd just be cool. It would be really cool. It'd be fun. It would fun. be sick as hell. Yeah. And it would be really fun. And you could turn. I mean, honestly, you could be just cranking left around the roundabout mm-hmm. for hours. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's more fun for the people in the back. Yeah. I mean, the, the driver the sort of. The driver yeah. has basically the same experience. Mm-hmm. Except for that one, one problem we do have. I'm anticipating. You know, I'm trying to say, as I said, the trademark has not come back. They've not gotten back to me. Um. I just send an envelope out with, like, trademark yeah. written on the front. And it has my sort of, like, That's napkin his name. sketch. That's his name. I mean, yeah. I mean, I trade, comma, Mark. <laughs> um, but I, uh, it does seem like as you're making a turn in the driver's seat, you hit the, you look it through the rear view, rear view mm-hmm. mirror. And uh, if you're making a turn sharply, you're going to be looking right at, like, the side of the car. Mm-hmm. Because it's swung around so much on you. Um, but ultimately there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. And that's just, that's actually part of the, the design. Fun, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know. No, right. I mean, it's just some, yeah, I, some, I, I some didn't other really thing. Well, want, you don't I want to divulge, don't divulge all I didn't, of it now. I didn't want to get into it and I really didn't, honestly. <laughs> there, there's a lot more there. <laughs> that was really just, I, that's like an incidental yeah. feature of that car. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, maybe we should, uh, get to, to music. Yeah. So we we both chosen songs that are right. These are songs we, that helped with our projects, of course. Yeah. Mine is "Call Me a Fool" by Valerie June off her new album, releasing mm-hmm. in a few weeks, in March. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, people would call me a fool for DMing someone as, I mean, a list as Jonathan Franzen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have faith that he'll respond. Yeah. Um, and uh, my song is. Some other options for what to call it. It's the strokes is call it fate, call it karma. Um, and this just when you're in the sort of innovation zone, mm-hmm. there's this like childlike state of play they talk about in TED Talks um, that really just helps you. I, I feel as though everything that's happening is just like the universe falling out of itself deterministically. Mm. Okay. And that when I'm inventing these, you know, accordion cars or whatever i said mm-hmm. earlier my project Boiled earlier, pasta yeah cooked pasta <laughs> yeah. that's right um uh it's just like that was always going to happen and i'm just the vessel mm-hmm. and so that's kind of my message there beautiful yeah all right so we can head into a break here call me a Boy, I love baby. 
Okay, we're back from that uh, swinging ad break. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not ad break, music break, I suppose you'd call it. Or Advertising if, for them. Yeah, depending on your opinion of the show, perhaps mm-hmm. it's the content. Well, this show's about advice. Yeah. So we thought we'd give advice on something that people might be facing now. Mm-hmm. As with my vaccine, the economy's coming back full swing probably in the next like two weeks. Yeah. So we're going to have to apply for a job. Yeah, and I think one of the things that can be difficult about applying for a job, especially if you're sort of an up-and-coming visionary like you or I, Mm -hmm. is that, you know, we talk about it every week on the show, we have all of these projects and all of Mm -hmm. this kind of incredible pedigree and acumen, but for whatever reason, you know, Mark Trade won't get back to us. Mm -hmm. Whatever specific, you know, the Argo, you know, committee is not mm-hmm. having it right now yeah right Who these knows? are both your problems i've sure. been doing fine sure all right well you want me to slash out at you and make fun of your vaccine i can i <laughs> i don't i don't i didn't want to make it like right. you personal. could but i'm a frontline worker and also those problems to you they're just mine but a lot of our, my listeners and our listeners yeah, and yours right. probably have the same uh, difficulties so nice. i would be a little bit okay careful sorry, about okay. just kind of Anyways. saying like anyone who okay 
anyone who yeah. comes up against the right. Argo board and loses is like an idiot or yeah. whatever. It just doesn't seem fair. All I was saying was, and I think you'll be able to relate to this, sometimes, often, things don't pan out exactly mm-hmm. ideally. True. And we don't get sort of this juicy thing to put on our resume under the leadership section and also under the skills section and mm-hmm. maybe even under education. Yeah. Um, and it can be tough when then, you know, I may not be on paper qualified for, you know, some of the higher profile jobs mm-hmm. that I would like to and I think probably could excel at. Okay. Um, and I think this is the same for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah, sometimes, sometimes. A lot of the times. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, Doesn't make a lot. Okay. Sometimes. Look, I'm trying to. Right. It's like, okay. For the right, listener's no. okay. sake. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Obviously, yes, like all the time. Not all the time. No, you don't have to every lie. single I'm time. I'm just saying, like, okay. It's just <laughs> rhetorically, like, right. obviously, you or I have the resources where we could score pretty much whatever mm-hmm. job we needed to, but yeah. um, there's right. a situation where which I'm sympathetic to, okay. which should I think a lot into, of our listeners should we get into our tips. So? Yeah. Do you want to just? Okay. Yeah. We're we're just trying to help people get jobs that you might not otherwise. Mm-hmm necessarily seem super qualified for because i think that's an important thing to know Mm -hmm. how to do so i was applying for this job let's just say oh my god i applied for this too oh really yeah okay so like well i'll talk in coded terms Mm -hmm. because it wasn't really open call Mm -mm. but there's a very famous medical official Mm -hmm. right now yeah going around yeah He's, he's going he's going around. Yeah. yeah. He's you just see him everywhere. Yeah. He's cute, he's nice, whatever. But mm-hmm. he's I mean he's old. Yeah. He's actually old. Yeah. So they were looking he's for new people. Decrepit. Yeah. Yeah. They were looking for new people. Mm-hmm. So I thought they always are. Let me throw my name and I saw this on handshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to the interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's a good tip. Yeah. Because they want to know that you have boundaries, right? And that you're a personal, ethical person. A personal person. Yeah, they want to yeah. know that. I know that. So, so, so. And, I, and I am that. Yeah, no, I hope you would use this. I mean, unfortunately, I didn't get the job, but <laughs> I'm sure... And now I feel safe to say I didn't either. Yeah, right. And I raised my hand. Yeah. I didn't either. They I was worried I had lost it to you. To Nothing s- would be better than coming in second place to you. Right. They, they decided to stay with him. But it, it's whatever for the better. Anyways... So when they ask you questions like, where did you last work? I thought, what? Yeah. I don't so, want to, yeah. yeah. So I was like, that's, I said, that's, that's too, like, sorry, yeah. that's just too personal. Yeah. And I just did that for a lot of the questions. Yeah. I think the ones I prepared for, I probably answer. But yeah. the ones like, what would make you a great employee at this workplace? Yeah. I'm like, the ways in which I would be helpful to this workplace, I cannot say. Yeah. No, I, 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 I mean... It just seems like, I, I agree with you. I think a lot of those questions are designed to figure out who is going to be just obviously making stuff up. Right. You know, if the question is, what is a single work experience you've had that is in any way related to the work that we do? Like, a lot of people are just going to like kind of fudge that one. And yeah. like, or they're going to have something and that's also kind of embarrassing. Right. And in I think way. what you want to well, do so is I, you just... Obviously I'm applying to this job because yeah. I've had no experience in yeah, this ex- field. Exactly. Um, so I, I agree with you. And I think even if you do, even if it's like you're applying basically for just the exact next step up the rung, mm-hmm. you know, just, you don't have to give them everything, you know, no. like they, they, no they matter what the question leave is, a little. Leave, stop, you know, like stop, cut the sentence off, like hit them with a semicolon. <laughs> it just doesn't, they don't, they don't need, they're going to. Like, if they read your whole application and they know everything about you and there's not, like, a single, like, if you didn't Mm -hmm. just, like, pepper it with, like, not applicables, like, your own custom NA, Mm -hmm. um, I I think that there's not really any draw for them to sort of see what what you have going on. Mm -hmm. So I I think that's a great tip. Thank you. Um, Do you have any tips? Yeah, uh, I would say you're going to want to... I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, people... Not so much in our generation, but, you know, a lot of recruiters and what do they know? A lot of people, you know, older people with jobs, these Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, like you're like sort of, you know, not necessarily the insane, you know, should be dead age of this unnamed (laughs) medical professional. But, you know, like the age of someone like your mommy or your daddy or something like that. (laughs) Um, And what they'll say is, 
you have to make some sort of really obvious impression um you know if it's a physical place try and go there if you're trying to get you know work at the city sports Mm -hmm. go there you know and just chain yourself to the front desk or Mm -hmm. you know whatever it takes um and just really let them know like i'm here and i want it and if Mm -hmm. it's you know in this age where that's you know would be considered more of a you know political statement than a, a statement about your own personal you know uh like I'll just, you know, that's a good example. I'll just leave that sentence <laughs> okay. right there. That's totally... That's good. You're leaving a little to be figured um, out. Yeah. Uh, no, I was just... I just mean to say that, you know, I, I actually really disagree with this idea that you should always go into the, you know, workplace, even if you're hired, but also that you should just, like, call places and really try and make... You're going to want to, like, just, like, sign up for their newsletter. Like, that's enough. You know? You, like, okay, really I, I see. Sort of just Don't change... It. I see. Okay. You don't... You don't, not so much because you don't want to see... Do you, so, like, do you even send in an application? Uh, I'll start one, and if I can save it, I'll do that. Right, but and then, do they know you saved it? Um, they keep sending me emails, and they say, right. hey, finish your application. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, you saved an application and didn't send it right. in. So they know. Yeah, I that mean, that's, there. I assume somebody's typing out that email. Yeah. And I, you know what, I'm, I'll say, I'll just sit on that, and about three months later, well, I'll, and, I'll hit them with a reply, and, and I'll say... And they want you bad. I'll say, you really want me to? <laughs> For real? You actually want that? Okay, I could do that. Um, and I'll attach my resume to that email. Okay. Um, it's not that you can't ever progress along well, these Well, you know lines. what's actually a good hack? Yeah. You attach resume. <laughs> yeah. But it just it says resume, it blank doc. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. respond like, I think there was a mistake or something. I cannot mm-hmm. see this. And then you go highlight it. Yeah. White text. Or they go like, hey, I think there's a mistake. And you go... Yeah, somebody should come fix that, huh? Maybe you should hire someone to fix that. Seems like seems like your whole thing's broken. I actually know a guy who actually knows. Are you? What are you applying to be like tech guy for them? Doesn't IT? matter. Doesn't matter. You just got your foot in the you door. You just created a problem. Right. You know. You say here's what I here's I've identified yeah. a weakness in this your information. This reminds me of something I did once, which is mm-hmm. file. You know, you like trip over the door to the yeah. city hall or whatever. Yeah, it is. you have a nice trip. That was your New fall. York, and then you email them with the lawsuit mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like you know you're suing them yeah you just made a problem You've and then you're like, right yeah you just made a problem yeah don't you need someone to solve this suing dear sirs attaches a picture of my busted nose yeah yeah no i i, I agree with you I, I think that if you are applying to and you're in your like application letter or whatever it is and you're like mm-hmm. gushing like i would love to work here this is like the field i've always wanted to be involved mm-hmm. in and like your company is like so beautiful and i want to kiss it okay. like they're like okay if we're doing it right why do we need you mm-hmm. like if there's no problem here and if we're just like smooth sailing yeah like what do you you're just like you're just bringing what the status quo even less you're like coming here to just like right like all they read that application they go oh great delete internship position right you know like because based on this theory and this is or true CEO position mm-hmm. every excellent company could be run by actually zero employees mm-hmm. you start with 500 say yeah like your startup with 500 yeah people leave they get they move whatever you just you don't fill those positions yeah because if your company's growing it should be losing employees exactly you know what happened uh playstation 3 launched with uh, some of the best uh, computer security uh you know like at least console security mm-hmm. of of any of those sort of things in a really really long time and uh it launched and Sony Sony went to the security engineers and they said so is it secure and they went yeah it's really secure it's like the most it's like the most secure nice sort of thing job. on the market you just got yourself fired yeah, they, they said kick rocks get out of here and they fired the whole team so that's you don't want to work yourself out of a job yeah. and you really don't want to work yourself out of getting hired yeah um so I would say you'd want to hit hit these places with sort of a memoized, like, just like, here's what I see is really, here's what is wrong, evil, and might even, like, get you killed about the way you're run, running yeah. this company. Yeah. And, um... Physically dangerous, yeah. Yeah, and again, you know, leave some stuff out. You don't want to mm-hmm. just hand them, like, here's exactly what Redacted. to do. You Or you might say, there's, you know, you can just hint at it and mm-hmm. say, like, something about the way you're... Running the city sports... Yeah, something which still exists. City Sports is one of the robust, one of the robust franchises. Um, it's a canonical example. I mean, you hear about it in every business class. 
No, I, I just think, yeah, you, you go to the city sports and you, you don't need to change yourself to the dance. Okay. You, you can really even, not even like fully go inside, just slip underneath the door, you know, sort of list of demands, um, you know, like sort of uh, cut out pieces of a magazine. Um, and uh, I, th- I think that's really, really the best you're going to do. And, and that's going to tell them that you really have something unique to bring, which is an actual critical attitude for lunch, which so many people who are applying to that are just going to be yes men, like just like like hugging onto the neck of city sports and mm-hmm. like they they think it's awesome and it's great like you can like it but mm-hmm. you don't gotta yeah. tell them that yeah okay should we talk about hotels yeah so <laughs> each week we uh we'll have a like a rotating segment which will feature mm-hmm. something more uh contemporary to yeah. our lives or to the world or to bofa as the case may be um and last week we, we did road trips because mm-hmm. uh we're about to um we're about to begin tomorrow. We're bring, beginning our drive back from Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so this week we're doing hotels, which is sort of an extension yeah. of that because, you know, we have to deal with booking stuff. Um, and uh, there's just a lot of, a lot of variety in the experience mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, we're, we're going to offer some just sort of general advice about how to conduct yeah. yourself and, and what to make use of. In these hotel hotel. environments. Yeah. I mean, a struggle we both encountered on our road trip from Abu Dhabi to Abu, Abu, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. <laughs> to it, yeah. That a lot of hotels have age limits. Mm-hmm. And we both look about 55, I'd say. Yeah. But our IDs, legal IDs, mm-hmm. were under that age. Yeah. So And of course my fake ID does say I'm 55 years old. Yeah, right. But yeah, right. So why it just doesn't work. My fake ID? Yeah. I don't want to book a hotel with that. Oh, okay. That's the yeah. answer. Okay. <laughs> they scan it. I mean, it's scary stuff. So, I was thinking. Those do you not? Those things are illegal. You didn't know that. Fake IDs. Yeah, you're not supposed to have. I those. thought they were just for like, kind of like play things. In a lot of ways, but also like you can really get punched. Mm. Like you can get punched pretty hard, and Whoa. if it if it fails to scan, if they peel the lid, I don't it have off. one. Then. No, yeah, I know. So, anyways, I have one that has both of us on it. <laughs> that might be the issue. Yeah. Well, again, I mean. I just I do keep getting just like completely decked. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, so what my piece of advice would be is if you look a little younger, let's say, or just are, and you're with some other person, mm-hmm. big trench coat, yeah, fedora, yeah, get on her shoulders, yeah, walk right in. Easy. It is pretty easy. I think you won't have trouble finding a seven foot trench coat. No. And if you do. And yeah, combined if we you do, combined honestly, we add up to about seven feet. Yeah, you can't see us, but I, I would say. Or it's a seven foot trench coat on like a ten foot person. Right. Either combined way, we add up to ten feet. Yeah, I just honestly one of the things that is you know when I go to conferences and stuff and I give that piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Um, Hotel uh, conference. Yeah, at the sort of conference for underage hotel users. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> People will, you know, I I get a lot of complaints about, like, it's so hard to find a huge trench coat. First mm-hmm. of all, there's plenty of other big items, you know, right. like the big and tall story. Blanket. Go in an XX, you know, like 10XL t-shirt, throw a blanket. But honestly, really, with, like, as it is right now, you don't even, you don't need anything. You can just I go in on, on somebody else's shoulders. Right. And just, just tell them, don't talk, you know, <laughs> be quiet. They won't. Right. They won't question. Everybody's looking their, at their phones nowadays, anyways. They have a no chase policy. <laughs> they're not allowed to chase any leads of what might be suspicious. Um, they're just gonna kind of let you do what you need to do, and that also works for buying alcohol, mm-hmm. um, selling getting alcohol, onto, getting onto really, really scary rides at mm-hmm. the amusement park that involve being tall. Right. So, selling I, alcohol. Yeah. Right. I'd say being on someone's shoulders on a roller coaster also definitely increases the stakes. It's way scary. Yeah. No. Definitely. It's terrifying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I think that's I think that's a dynamite tip, Cecilia. Thank um, you. I would add to that. Um, I think one of the things that can be difficult about being in a hotel is often they're not so centrally located. Um, food can be hard to find. They're, I mean, they have all so that. So what f- hotels are you going to that aren't centrally located? Um, most of them like going cheaper to, ones. Uh, no, it's more sort of like a country resort. Oh, okay. Um, so I I usually like to get some golf in. Mm. Um, some ideally some sort of dressage or otherwise, 
what I call horse polo mm-hmm. or ideally horse water polo would be even more fun, <laughs> which involves sort cool, of a shallow yeah. pool. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, they, it's more just that like often, you know, in these cities, you know, you're never going to find enough space in Bangkok for my 24 hole golf course mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever uh, sort of horseplay mm-hmm. I'm interested in. So um, they tend to be sort of far away and it can be difficult to find enough food um, I mean, they have, they usually will have a bunch of free food in the room. It's in, you know, a fridge or like a drawer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can, you know, help yourself to that. Uh, but I, I, what I, I mean, I guess what I would say is make yourself a sandwich. Okay. You know, do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. You know? Right. Have a sandwich. <laughs> so, so are you... <laughs> Have you brought that stuff with you? Eh, it doesn't. I mean, you might. Then it's really easy. But if you already you have, have no the stuff, excuse. if you have the stuff, like you'd be a fool if you didn't right. make yourself a sandwich. But if you're coming in with no sandwich stuff, <laughs> honestly, make a sandwich. Okay. Just get it. Make it like make it. I happen. mean, at the most, you need what bread. You only need two of one thing and one of something else. That's true. That's all you really need to start. You know, I could even, if you're interested, I could show you how to put together an idiot sandwich or a knuckle sandwich. Um, <laughs> He's done this. He did this earlier today, so I'll have to yeah. pass. But I'll leave that for one of you. Yeah, we just ate, so it's mm. fine. Not too hungry. Um, no, I just, I, I just think it's a, it's portable. True. It's got so royal pedigree. Need, and it being portable in a hotel in the country <laughs> is important. Well, I'm heading out on for expeditions. So, right. I mean, well, it's a safari. When you are on that horse and it is bucking like cr- like mad, I mean it's basically you, if you ever yeah, played right. horse water polo, no, you want a there's dunking. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can get fully submerged, and okay. I mean submarine sandwich goes underwater. It's right. that easy. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I it, you can take it or leave it. You can have whatever you want. They probably have food at the hotel. Yeah, Most I was also thinking do. that might be an they option. They might even have a sandwich. Yeah. That is gross to me that you would do that. You could try ordering. Like two sandwiches and like a steak or something, and make yourself a steak sandwich sandwich. <laughs> but um, either way, I think you're gonna want to find. You don't want to just sit in your hotel room. You'll get like so bored. And if you're walking around, well, so, you're okay. eating like prime right. rib steak tartare. But so if you're making a sandwich, you're not in your hotel room. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying if you don't make a sandwich. You are not leaving that hotel room because <laughs> whatever you're eating is like tying you to that room. That's true. But if you get yourself, you know, whatever it is, I don't know, maybe it's a meatball sub, you know, big meatball sub. Right. For some of us might like that. Some of us might want a big meatball sub. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We if can you're... get you one of the. That would be fantastic. I would love a big meatball sub. Um, and if you're having that. That is one of the most portable, <laughs> ingredient, portable ingredients. What's the craziest? It's sort of an ingredient. We were talking about how portable it was just last week. Yeah, it must be on someone's mind. <laughs> it's also interesting to think about, and this initially felt like a slip-up, but the idea that a meatball sub is an ingredient in itself, not enough people think about it that way, and they just think, here's a meatball sub, I'm just going to eat this? Right, Fine. so what could you put it in? But you could also cook with it. You can mm. cut it up real thin. Mm-hmm. Toast it. People. Well, okay, wait. I, I just. So you're, so you're, you're cutting it up thin to put it in like a toaster oven? No, a toaster. Oh, wow, okay. So it's not that you're toasting the sandwich, it's that you're. I. One thing that drives me insane mm. is the way people only use toasters. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much every other, you know, people make like congee in the rice cooker mm. or like. Um, uh, Vegetables in the oven. Sure. I mean, just basically any like anything in the kitchen people have multiple uses for. Pizza mug cake in the microwave. Yeah, pizza mug cake, chicken pot mug cake, mm-hmm. chicken mug cake pie. It doesn't really matter. The point is that like all every like life hack, food hack is always always involves toaster ovens or microwaves mm-hmm. or or other kitchen appliances, never, never the, the toaster. toaster. It's so easy to use. You can put whatever you want in there. You can put you can cook pasta in there. In the in the bath if you Whoa. need to. Like yeah. it's it's just in the like, bath? In the bath, yeah. In the toaster? You cook pasta in the bath. Okay. Put it in the toaster. Right. It's warm it, warm it, yeah. Yeah, you get it warmed up. Mm-hmm. It's just 
I would say it just seems like silly to me mostly mm-hmm. because it is it, it can be such a nice um I mean I, I like toast what's great about every hotel is like you guaranteed you have a toaster in the room there's almost always a toaster yeah. I've been a, I've been in hotels without sinks I've been yeah. in hotels without fridges I've been in a hotel without a bed, mm-hmm. but it's got a toaster. Yeah, I, it's kind of like the most basic amenity. It's sort of what you're paying for. I mean, right. a good 300 to $400 of the mm-hmm. $500 a night price is going to be for that mm-hmm. toaster. And to just use it to make some bread? I mean, maybe God Are you help you, you're bread? making a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, maybe you're not making bread, but you're starting with bread. You know, and it's just perspective right. mostly. Um, well, yeah. Should we play some songs related to? I think hotels? we should. I think we should. Um, I just got a little worked up there, and right, I want to apologize okay. for that. It's just something I sort of care right. about. Well, um, you can reflect on it and get, get when back to when this. we come back from break. I will not care about hotels, toasters, no. meatball sub. It's over. Anything yeah. anymore? Um, you won't even care at all. I'm just able to modulate like that. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I will introduce my song first, mm-hmm. which doesn't need much explanation. It's called Hotel Song. Cool. Um, and it's by Regina Spector. Um, my song needs some more explanation. So actually, not really. It's <laughs> the song Engine by Neutral Milk Hotel. So you can kind of put that together. Right. right. Neutral Milk Hotel. Okay. Love you guys. Talk soon. Yeah. I don't know if we'll have time for the second one again.
<laughs> okay, so uh, I hope you enjoyed the uh, musical break this time. Um, managed to get it to you without any ads. So as usual, um, well, as usual twice now, mm-hmm. pr- hopefully it's not establishing itself as a uh, usual feature, or otherwise we'll have to just encode it into the schedule, but we've run a little bit over time, probably mostly my fault. Um, God. So we'll be... <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Cecilia is upset. She had a she had like twenty twenty five minutes of material prepared. Yeah, I, we I mean, be- I well, I, we, I had a monologue. Yeah, yeah, and I've sort of made it a dialogue, or mm-hmm. even worse, a monologue for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, but uh, Mono Tribe, we uh, we were going to talk about Zoom backgrounds and give advice mm-hmm. for how to be funny and charming and sweet and cute, cute um, with your Zoom background, but. I think timing wise it's just not looking like that's going to work. No. So we'll get to that next time. Um again Something if you to keep you hooked. If you turn off the podcast right I mean Oh the my podcast, god, the podcast. podcast you wish. If you turn off the online radio show right <laughs> now. Um for us it's more like online. a podcast. I think this is live. If you turn off the live radio show, which you're almost knowing our listenership, almost definitely listen to online. Um uh, I. It would be a really sad thing because you're gonna miss uh, my favorite segment, which is when we cancel stuff at the end mm-hmm. of the show. Um, so please don't do that. Um, and welcome back if you've just rejoined <laughs> us. 
Um, uh, we're we're gonna talk about stuff that we want to cancel. Uh-huh. And would you like to go first, Cecilia? Mm-hmm. I mean, besides this pandemic. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> You want to cancel that too? No, no. no. Well, oh yeah, okay. no, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Sweet. The other thing I want to cancel is genuine friendships. Mm-hmm. Speak on that. <laughs> I don't know. I, is there really much to say about it? Mm. It's not necessarily that I don't like my friends mm-hmm. or that I don't think our friendships are genuine. Yeah. I don't know if they're genuine people. Yeah. It's more that. I want the agents the freedom mm-hmm. to just be able to just stop talking to them for like, I don't know, six months maybe. Yeah. Just absolutely ghost them, do crazy mean things if I want to. Yeah. And then like, what? I mean, maybe if we're friends again later. Yeah. I mean, so I fully support that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of really positive strides have been made recently in sort of normalizing what to me seems like a healthier attitude mm-hmm. towards friendship uh, you know any sort of relationship really which is just that gross. You, yeah it's gross to be attached in any way to another person right and uh what you should be allowed to do is just completely stop talking to them mm-hmm. and like you're saying just really do you yeah. for a little while i mean like obviously if they stop thinking about me or trying mm-hmm. to reach out that's, that's more of it's, it's toxic. No, that's toxic. That's completely toxic right. and unfair to you. No, I mean, the reason I'm doing this mm-hmm. is to make them want it's me. It's a bit of a test. Right, I mean, exactly. And, and, and I don't want to live in a world where we can't put our friends through brutal, you know, brutal tests mm-hmm. of that sort. Because I can tell you, if I left right now, just let, if I, let's say I left Abu Dhabi and all my Abu Dhabi friends. Uh-huh. I mean, their lives would be a wreck. Mm-hmm. The things I do for these people. Yeah. I vaccinated them for one. I mean, some of I them would honestly yeah. be worried to see whether the Arab Emirates remained united. <laughs> it's something that could really I mean, strike I a know. death blow. Yeah, I don't know. No, I I mean, you have these wonderful allegiances mm-hmm. that run across all sorts Thank of you. different strata. Right. Um and it's it's Countries. one of the things that would mean that um if you were to disappear on me, mm-hmm. I would, of course, you know, continue to try and contact you and devote Aww. myself to really just right. letting no, you know you, yeah. that, hey, I hear you. You're testing me. You want to see if I do care. And I do. And I'm here for you. And that's because I understand that that's just the way that this is supposed to work. Right. Now. And I guess I'm wondering, like, if I just went AWOL, I, like, the next six months of your life would be devoted to... Getting that to me. Mm-hmm. Right? No, it would be. And I mean, okay. I think that's not only would I be happy to do that and would I feel like that's what you deserve and, 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 and I would feel that's a... I would be excited to have that opportunity mm-hmm. to sort of prove my, you know, feeling about our relationship. But also that, like, uh, I I would be happy to know that uh, you felt comfortable enough in our friendship yes. to do that yes and i i hate when i have these friends where like i will completely drop them like mm-hmm. actively you know drop you can them. even be mean i mean you yeah can, i'll I be t- really mean what i texted you yeah that was brutal yeah i, I was uh, you were crying. yeah i mean i mean just even thinking about it right now it's definitely getting i mean i went that, low <laughs> i went low yeah you went low and i'm still down there yeah. you know I wish I. But could. you're here. Yeah, I'm. St- I'm here. I mean, I'm. You're lower interested than me, in... but you're here. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. and that's how it should be. Yeah. Anyways, what are okay. you canceling? Um, I think I'm going to cancel. So this is actually kind of in a similar vein. Mm. Something that I feel that a lot of my friends, a lot of our friends, a lot of people who I really respect and who I think mm-hmm. are, you know, think in a very smart way about the world kind of fall into a really, the same sort of common trap. Um, something that it just seems completely unacceptable to me and that should not continue to exist. And that is like sort of the ex- <laughs> the, the extrajudicial uh, murder of political dissidents. 
Um, I find that like extrajudicial. Yeah, the extrajudicial. Judicial. Uh-huh. Um, I think that is like just completely unacceptable, inadmissible. I like. Can you say it one more time? Yeah, I miss it. Extrajudicial. Uh huh. What? Yeah. And that's how I said. Oh, the extrajudicial. No. <laughs> the, <laughs> the um, the extrajudicial murder of political dissidents. Okay. Um, I've just. I, I've honestly... It's definitely been... You want that to be canceled. Yeah. I've seen it being normalized. That's now. what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and uh, like, just so many people that I have, like, a lot of respect for and really yeah. think right. have their and head on right about morals. People. Yeah, who just, like... It, it's so frustrating to see people just... The discourse is so capable of sending people down these horrible paths. Mm. And all of these mm. friends of mine, all of a sudden, are just, like... How many do you think? Oh, God. Um... It's got to be it's like six or seven or 50. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely on the low end or the high end, though. Yeah, it's not in the middle. I right. mean, I don't really make estimates. So like, When you're making an estimate, you want to give a confidence interval mm-hmm. um, and not like a really specific number around which yeah. you think it might be correct. Um, no, yeah. So I just, I mean, I think I find that really frustrating because I have a lot of love for these people and I want to see them on the of right course. path. Um, and... You know, then I see, you know. Don't get upset. Yeah, it's just. Don't. I, no. Look, I hate, don't get me wrong, I hate journalists. Mm. I, I don't like political dissidents as much as the next person. Right. Like, it's not. No, that, well, there's no them? excuse for That's that. That's why they're dissidents. Yeah, I, look, of course, of course, behind closed doors, we all like, we'd love to murder, like, extrajudiciously political mm. dissidents. Mm. Like, that's just. That's what their role in in our society is to like inspire feelings of homicidal rage, mm. um, but I think when you start actually acting upon those feelings, not only are you giving them what they want, like mm-hmm. if somebody's really speaking out like that, that's all they want. It's mm-hmm. like that's the that's sort of that's the fire they're trying to bring about. Um, but also like it just it just seems completely like. Bank, morally bankrupt to me. Like you know, we must take the high ground. Somebody wants to do. The lowest, most despicable thing, which is disagree, speak out against the government. Fine. Let them do it. You Mm. know what? Like, they can attract... When they go low, we go high. Yeah, exactly. Let them do it. Let them do it in public. You know, sunshine is the best disinfectant. What is... Sunshine? Oh, okay. Um, But when somebody is six feet under, you're going to find that they're not getting uh, a lot of that disinfecting, you Mm. know, sort of ultraviolet Mm. upon them. And I, I think that... It just it just lets you know these poisonous trees grow grow from those uh, mass graves. So I would say that. Wow, that was beautiful. Yeah, thank you. I I mean you know this is something I've been thinking about for a long time. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I I would just I just wish we could find a way to move fully past that, and I want I only want the best for my friends, and I would like for mm-hmm. them to uh, make it out of that trap because I I know they're better than that, and I know they don't mean for that, and I think it's. It's a bad situation for everyone involved. That was beautiful. Thank you. And I thought yours was beautiful too, and I forgot to say it, but you Thank just you reminded again. me. I think everything you said today was beautiful. Oh my God, I do too. Well, yeah. Yeah, if you couldn't tell from my tone. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think that concludes our beautiful episode. Yeah, uh, that was a really strong one. Um, I'm really proud <laughs> of the work we did today. One, yeah. um, nice work, Simon. Thank you. Next episode, I promise to stop saying um. Nice work, uh-huh. Cecilia. Okay, thank you. I, you got to string them along, you know. You can't just yeah, one, two every time. Right. Would you care to take us out with a call mm-hmm. signal? I'm Cecilia. <laughs> Not Simon. <laughs> you th- I, leading yeah. them on with another hour. You it's not got coming me. though. Um, you've been listening to one hundred one point one FM WBRULP WFOLP WVPXLP Providence. Lots of love.